the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, it's four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I'm going to go to Gabriel because he's waited over the break. Gabriel, you're first. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, and uh, thank you for taking my call. I have a 2001 Ford Focus that driving on the um, uh Mm, around 65 or probably less completely shut off and comes back on and it's kind of kind of a scary because kind of a completely stops and then keeps going okay when it when it stops does it chug to a stop or is it like somebody shuts a light switch off uh kind of a shock Okay. All right. And when it comes back on, does it chug, 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 and then goes faster? Is there a gradual coming back on, or is this like a light switch turns off and a light switch turns on? Um, the, the latter. Okay. Okay. It's not fuel, then. We're going to eliminate fuel, so because there's only two reasons for it to die, and that's spark and fuel. And so I think you have a spark problem, and you don't have points and condenser, so that would be probably a crankshaft sensor or a camshaft sensor, depending on what ignition system you have. That's going to be a tough one, especially when it's intermittent and it doesn't happen all the time. They may say to you to let's put a crank sensor on it and let's see how we do because the crank sensor talks to the ignition module, the ignition module talks to the coils, the coils talk to the spark plugs, and the spark plugs keep going. So we have this chain, but the the crankshaft sensor is probably the most common problem for this, but I wouldn't suggest that you make that decision yourself. How, How often is it happening? Well, probably twice a week, something oh. like that. Sometimes more often. And and no check engine lights or anything like that that come on yeah. even. No, the the uh, the lights goes off completely and then comes back on. Okay. That I, I want you to do a couple things for me. I want you to make sure, um, to eliminate fuel, let's keep the tank on the top end of the tank. So I want you to keep it between three-quarters and full all the time, okay? Okay. Number two, I want you to wiggle the key when, when this happens, uh, you know, because you're driving down the road and, and the engine dies. So I want you to reach up, and I just want you to wiggle the key left and right, the ignition key left and right. I want you to take your fist and hit the top of the steering column, okay? Now, if you say, Mark, when I do that, it comes back to life, then we have a bad connection at the ignition switch, or we have a bad ignition switch. 
So I want you to play the key. Now, before, you're driving down the road and the car dies. So you put it into neutral and you start it up, right? No, no, it it does by itself. Yeah, so he's just driving and everything shuts down and then it will just start back up. Now, when it shuts down, does the dash light up or not? I'm... Uh, yeah, it's uh, no, it's not. It, it, the dash lights, will, the dash lights just completely shut down, right? There's nothing. Yes. Does the tack and everything just go to zero? Yes. That's got to be an ignition switch. And then it just, and then he doesn't do anything, and it just comes back up, and it's driving normal. Correct. Yes. Okay, so yeah. it's like you're driving down Connection. the road, and there's somebody turns off the light switch to the motor, and the and the car goes ee. And, and nothing happens, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's like somebody turned the switch back up, and you're just on your way again. You didn't have to put it in neutral. You didn't have to hit the key. You didn't have to do anything. That is correct. Okay. Uh, I, I would be looking at the ignition switch on that yeah. one because that's about the only thing that can have that happen. I'm listening for keys like the car has to go through a startup cycle. So I'm looking that the dashboard lights go out and come back on. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for all that kind of stuff. And then I'm also oh. looking for the chugging part. The chugging part of, you know, chug, yeah, chug, chug, like and then fire. Fuel. You were going to say something, uh, Gabriel? Yes, yes. I replaced the, the switch uh, by one of those cheap things from AutoZone, and I took it to the dealer to replace them, and they did that. Uh, one of the keys is not working now, and I don't know if that uh, the ignition will have to do with that. Uh, I don't think so. Um, sometimes we do say to the customer, switch keys, and that helps in the diagnostic process. Otherwise, grab your wife's key because she never drives it and her key's brand new. Yeah, sometimes if they get too worn down, we'll see that. And then if we try a different, more fresh cut key, um, then the it'll fix things. It'll fix, yeah, fix the issue. Another thing is, is how many keys are on your key ring? Um. Okay, oh. so it's not real heavy. You don't have, you know, 40 keys on your key ring, right? No, no. Okay. They only uh, an extra one in, right. in my house key. Sure. All right, well, I think while you're driving down the road, let's not wait for it to happen. When you're driving down the road, I want you to just kind of hit the top of the of the steering column right in front of the steering wheel. I want you to hit that. I want you to hit the bottom of it. I want you to wiggle the key. I want to see if you can make it happen. If you can make it happen and you can show someone how to make it happen, then you've just saved yourself probably $75 worth of diagnostic money. Yeah. Oh, okay. All righty. Okay. Do you have a shop that you go to? Uh, no. Can you recommend one? Okay. What part of town are you in? Uh, I live by Stone City in Youngtown. Okay. I'd probably go to uh, Thunderbird Auto at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird. Okay. I'd, Thunderbird I'd, Auto. Yeah, 88th Avenue and Thunderbird. Uh, it's 88th Avenue and Thunderbird Street, but it's called Thunderbird Auto. And uh, just tell them the guy on the radio said, there's no way you guys can fix this, and that'll throw the gauntlet down. And It's like waving the red flag in front of the bull. So you just say, yeah, that guy on the radio said, you can't fix this. Okay. All right. I will do that. All right, Gabriel, thank you very thank much. Thank you. Okay, so when it, when it comes to, to uh, billing, and stuff, and when it comes to symptoms and the stuff we've been talking about, mm-hmm. do you have any idea how often I'm right and wrong? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I okay. mean, I don't have any concrete evidence. <laughs> no, that's true. But but people do call and say, you know, this is what it was, and and there's times I miss it flat yeah. out. But here's the key on how good I am: it's how good they can describe it. 
women will sit there and talk with you for an hour and you can ask them questions and women understand that there's three answers yes no and i don't know Mm -hmm. with some men you 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 can't even get 20 questions in an hour because they want to fill in all the blanks and they want to tell you about in 1952 this happened Mm -hmm. but the give and take and then being able to say i don't know yeah. That's an important part of this diagnostic process. When I'm you're... sorry. I don't know. I'm wrong. <laughs> that, those are words that come out of my mouth. <laughs> those are words that come out of my mouth. I, I say that to your mother just to make her happy. <laughs> it calms the fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, you're only learning that now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You should have learned that 45 years ago. <laughs> you're right. Uh, you're right. You're, you're right. There's no question about that. And, and all guys will learn learn that soon enough yeah especially married guys that are going to learn that soon yeah. enough but the whole idea is is it's a give and take um i i little old ladies i mean to tell you they are so observant mm-hmm. and they are so in tuned with their car and it's because it's their sole transportation many of them are widows or yeah. many of them are single mm-hmm. and that car is an important part sure. of their life so they're really in tune and when you give them something to do sometimes i'll give them two things to do and say call me back mm-hmm. or email me back um we we've had um just the other day a, a guy called me um and said um he asked me about a particular kind of oil, mm-hmm. and this oil is kind of a multi-level marketing oil. Mm-hmm. So there are people out there in your in the world of makeup. Mm-hmm. There's people out there that sell a specific kind of makeup. Sure, and and that and they they sell to a bunch of other ladies who sell to a bunch of other ladies. Mm-hmm. Well, there's an oil out there that has that same thing. And mm-hmm. so he called and he says, "My brother-in-law from South Dakota says this is the only oil I should use in my car." And my response to him was, I'm very familiar with that. As a matter of fact, one of my employees is part of that mark, multi-level marketing of this oil. Mm-hmm. But it's my opinion that you can use Chevron Dello, Chevron Haveline, Vaveline. Mm-hmm. You can use um, all the major brand oils, sure. at, at Shell Rotella. You can use any of those, mm-hmm. and you're going to be just fine. How much is that oil in a synthetic? And he goes, $12 a quart. And I said, I would love to sell you oil at $12 a quart because I pay $9 a mm-hmm. quart for it. So I would love to sell you at 12 I'm I'm, I'm paying 9 and I charge 10 15 or something like that because, you know, oil is not a, a profit center. Mm-hmm. You have to compete with Walmart and all the rest of it. Sure, sure. So there's there's that kind of give and take, but it, it has to do with that. Glenn, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I have a 2010 Tundra. 62,000 miles, and I'm inspecting my throttle body and the uh, the butterfly for carbon. Okay. I discovered a ring uh, both on the backside of the butterfly and around where the butterfly closes. Yep. And uh, I'm looking for a good way to remove that. Okay. I just want to tell you, you cannot spray carb clean in there, because if you spray carb clean in there, there's a good chance that you're going to get liquid into one of the cylinders, and you know that we cannot compress liquid, so you're going to bend rods, and you're going to destroy the motor. So you can't do that. So the first thing you do is is put the key in your pocket so your wife can't start it up when you're inside the engine compartment. You're going to um, open up the hood and get access to the throttle blades, and I want you to put a brick on the accelerator with your key in the pocket. I want the butterflies open. 
I want you to take a long screwdriver or a long dowel or something long. I mean, a coat hanger tripled over. And then I want you to wrap a shop towel around the end of it, tie it up real tight with a plastic tie or some baling wire, and I want you to spray carb cleaner all over the rag, and then you're going to go in there and polish the bottom of each bore and then the top of each bore. Does that make sense? Yes, I did put the uh, carb cleaner on a rag, and it's very, very stubborn uh, to come off. It's going to be. Now, the default could be this. If you wanted to roll the dice then you would take two or three rags and you'd tie them to the end and you'd hook the coat hanger around the three or four rags. Then you'd shove them past the throttle blades and basically you're clogging up the intake behind the throttle blades. Does that make sense? Yes. Then you go ahead and spray and let it sit. I don't want you scraping on it with anything other than a soft bristle brush like a toothbrush. Hey, your wife probably needs a new toothbrush. Go get. I knew where this was going. Don't Go get... take. This is part of the disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Don't take this advice. Uh, get your wife's toothbrush and do that spray it on there. But you're just going to have to work on it. And and I use Berryman's Chem Tool is my favorite. And so that's a red and white and blue can, but it's predominantly white with a little bit of red and some blue. But Berryman's Chem Tools. And there's not, now, when you put it back, the rags back behind there, they're going to soak up this carburetor cleaner so that at the end you're going to pull this coat hanger that's got all these rags tied to it. At that point, the throttle is still wide open. The carb cleaner will evaporate after time. You're going to walk away from this car for 30 minutes with the throttle stuck to the floor. I want to air that out. I don't want you to crank that over because I want to make sure we don't have any liquid down in those cylinders. Got it. I have a question. Okay. Uh, my throttle body is a uh, fly-by-wire, and uh, I've been just manually opening the butterfly. Is that going to harm anything? Not as long as the key's off. And so if I want to get it to go wide open, can I turn the key on and then put a brick on the pedal? <sighs> or will that not open the butterfly because it's not running? No, it'll open the butterfly. Just the mm-hmm. key. Oh, well, you know, you asked me a good question, and I don't know the answer to that. <gasps> You just said, me, I don't know. Let me make that real clear. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, I, I've never been asked that before, and I've never had the opportunity to do that. So the answer is, is get your wife involved, and you hop in the car, turn the key on, and push your foot all the way to the floor and ask her if the, if the throttle blades go horizontal on her. Well, she left me because I use her toothbrush for all my cleaning projects. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, Andy will give you hers. <laughs> Andy will give you hers. Um, I, you're going to need somebody. Oh, well, another thing you could do is you could put a, you could duct tape a mirror in front of there so from inside the car you could look through the crack of the hood and, and look to see if the, the butterflies are wide open. Go get the neighborhood kid and give him a buck to help you. <laughs> okay. All so. Right. I, and you know what? I'd like you to email me at mark at marksalem.com and just tell mm-hmm. me, key on, throttle pedal to the floor, what did the butterflies do? Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking there'd be no reason why they wouldn't mm-hmm. go to wide open because it doesn't see the engine on. So it, it it would be no harm, no foul to, to, to rotate the butterflies to a, a, a vertical pos- or a horizontal position as opposed to a, the normal vertical position. Yeah, that's so. a pain. What, what's it called? Berryman's? Berryman's Chem Tool. C-E-C-H-E-M Tool. 
That's that's the one I like. And and I want to tell you something. When you get that in your eyes, you're going to find out what a tough guy you are because that burns like there's ant or any cuts on your hands. So protect yourself appropriately. It's I not going it's it's not going to eat up your pain, but I don't want you to spray it on your pain. And, and I'm not trying to create the perception that this stuff's going to eat your eyes out. That's not true, but it is very caustic. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Strictly Diesel, we've talked about this last hour, is I-17 and Pinnacle Peak. Strictly Diesel repairs a Better Business Bureau rated shop, A1 rated shop, A-plus rated shop. They have really good technicians. They focus on diesels, and they are diehard diesel service repair and a parts place. They have, they have skills on both foreign domestic light trucks, diesel light trucks. I-17 and Pinnacle Peak, they have a parts department that's on 24 hours a day on their website. So if you're looking for kind of diesel parts and you want to compare maybe prices and stuff like that, you can go to Strictly Diesel's um, website and you can look at the parts that they sell for diesels like air filters, cold air kits, and stuff like that. So they've been on my best car repair shops list for many years, and Nate's a good guy. So Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak. We'll be right back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure. Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. <laughs> everybody. The lines are wide open if you have a car question or car problem. We've got another 40 minutes left in the show, so Gil's sitting there, and I could hear him snoring, so I know that there's nobody on the phone, but 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Everything about our show is on my website, MarkSalem.com. We have our list of best car repair shops, so you click the word best. We have a lot of our radio shows on there, sans the commercials. So you can go in there and listen to a two-hour show in an hour and 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, 
you can go back and look at a show that uh, I said something and you wrote down the date, the 17th of March, and uh, when it hits the uh, website, then you can go to that show and listen to it again. You can also leave emails there. But if you're going to leave me an email, whether you use mark at marksalem.com or you go to the website and click that you're going to leave an email, if you give me a phone number, I, people you know, people just don't believe I'm going to call them back. Mm-hmm. I called a guy back yesterday, and he goes, I just can't believe you called me. I don't want to type for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I always tell people, leave your number because he'll call you. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the give and take, I, I ask him 10 questions. And then uh, two days later, they answer me yeah. back, but they don't answer all the questions yeah. or they uh, or they go off to... on it. Yeah. So it's just so much easier for me to call. And, and I call from a block number. So this is it. They, you say hello. Hello. This is Mark Salem. You emailed me about a car question. So if you have time right now, we can discuss it. But if you can't, I can call back. Mm-hmm. So I jump right into my name so they know that I'm not selling them a vacation yeah, in Jamaica. Those calls drive me nuts. You know how I'm handling those calls? Blocking them. No, I do that on my cell oh, phone. you answer and say, all right, Pima pre- County Sheriff. That's exactly. <laughs> all right, you ready? All right, you, you be, the, you be the, the girl. And it goes, ring, go ahead. Hello. I say hello. I oh. say, yeah, you're the lady. I'm the, I'm oh, the guy. I'm selling the Marriott trip. Yes, yes. Don't say that. Oh, sorry. But but you happen. You are a winner. Okay. So I say to them, I let them talk for just a few minutes, and I go, "This is the Pima County Sheriff's Office, back counter of the jail. You cannot talk to an inmate unless you have a number and permission from their lawyers. Do not call here again." And that works great. <laughs> That works great. They're now, it crazy. doesn't work when you talk and the girl keeps talking over you. Yeah, when it's automated. It's an automated one, and she keeps talking. Oh, well, you know, you, you won this trip and blah, 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 and she's just talking, and I'm going, I'm going to rip you her heart out over this phone, and she just keeps talking. But if you wait long enough, you don't have to answer. She said, would you like to hear more information? And I go, no, but I use bad words. No. Yeah. And she keeps talking as if I said yes. So pretty soon someone's going to be coming on the air. Or coming on the phone, and I'll wait for that someone, and then I'll tell him this is the sheriff's count. You may think you're calling from a bad number, but we can track you. You better remove this. And I had one lady go, sir, I will, but it's going to take us almost a week to get you out of our queue. And I said, that's fine. I'll wait a week, but I know where you're at. <laughs> hey, do you know what a padiddle is? Yeah, it's one of your girlfriends that I <laughs> that, that I didn't like when you were in high school. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Do you know what a padiddle is? No, I don't. You never heard that? I've never heard padiddle. <laughs> we had a customer come in and said that her, she was a padiddle or her car was a padiddle or something like that. Yeah. And so we were all like, "What is? what does that mean? So we went around and asked, and I think only one person knew what a padiddle was. Who was it? First <laughs> Scott. Oh. And um, until somebody has a headlight out, they're a padiddle. <laughs> I still don't get it. I, I don't know. It's just some some thing people people call him a padiddle. And so Eddie did a padiddleectomy. It was Colleen's car. She always says she's a padiddle again. Another headlight went out. A different one. <laughs> Her other one. I just want to know if you ever heard that. I'm a little bit more worried in the global picture. Colleen is our CPA. Yeah. And so she's talking in code words to her client. <laughs> I want you to fire her on Monday and yeah, get a right. new padiddle CPA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a padiddle. So did Eddie write it up on the work order as a padiddle 
What'd you say? A pedidolectomy is uh, what he said he did. <laughs> okay. And so did he write it up that way? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think anybody could spell that. A pedidolectomy. <laughs> Eddie, by the way, folks, is a, is a technician that's worked for us for 29 years, almost 30 years. And, 29 years next week. And I'm going to tell you a real quick story about Eddie. See? 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Okay, hold on. What? A pedidle. Alternatively spelled pedidle or perdidle, also known as Popeye, due to looking like one eye is out or squinting. It's an American and Canadian slang term for a vehicle with a burnt-out headlight or brake light. A pedidle. <laughs> And it's a game involving tallying up sightings of vehicles. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is useful information, people. <laughs> Just go to your garage and say, I- I've got a padiddle that I need fixed and see what they say. Oh, God. Well, they came. How many people we have here? 30? And yeah. so you had to walk around and one out of 30 knew what a padiddle yes. was? I wouldn't do that to too many gray-haired guys that are standing in front of the counter because they'll just escort you out the front door and say, you need to go to the European shop. <laughs> That's what happens. Okay, Gil, who was it? Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How can I help you? Yes, I have a 2005 Honda Pilot, um, and I've been told that um, I need transmission mounts and motor mounts. Okay, all right. And I've been quoted... <laughs> Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've been quoted okay. uh, 1000 to $1,300. $2,300. Oh, boy. They really loved you. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I have some questions I want to ask you, but I'm up okay. against a break. But this is okay. what I want you to think about. Okay? I want okay. you to think about the smoothness of the drive. So from 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 miles an hour, does the car feel smooth or is there an unusual vibration? No, it feels smooth. Okay. I, I can't, All right. Hold I on. Hold on. Yeah. And then I want you to to answer this question: If is there a, any kind of vibration or shake of the car when the car is sitting at a traffic light? Excuse me. In drive. No. Okay. So hang on right there because I want to talk to you on the other side of the break, and I'm going to teach you some self-defense for car expense. Okay. And and I know you're going to be capable of pulling this off because. Older ladies can pull this off, and with their steely eyes, they look at the shop owner or the technician in front of them, and he's scared. And I'm going to teach you how to do that when we come back right after this. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Less than two weeks after an all-time high, the stock market experienced its largest single-day drop in history. How does that affect you? Does that have you worried and feeling nervous? 
Tune in to this week's Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis Sachs-Pelvinas this Saturday morning at 8 to find out what market volatility could mean for your retirement. In volatile times, Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis can help keep your retirement plan on track. Join us Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. This is Hugh Hewitt of townhall.com. On my first show for MSNBC last June, I sat down with CIA Director Mike Pompeo, now President Trump's nominee for Secretary of State. A quick read of that transcript will reassure any fair-minded person that a much-needed infusion of talent is on the way. First in his class at West Point, and an editor of the Harvard Law Review, Mike Pompeo got key experience in the ways of the Washington Swamp at the law firm of Williams & Connolly before going as far as possible from the Beltway to Wichita to launch a successful business career and then on to Congress. Most importantly, Pompeo agrees with Trump's priorities and understands that his job is to serve the Trump agenda, not create one of his own. Like George Shultz with President Reagan and Henry Kissinger with President Nixon, the boss needs a trusted right arm, not a distant figure of uncertain commitment to core presidential goals. Good news, Pompeo at State. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman, something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right, but don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, Let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on e-benefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the top of the hour. I'm going to go to Michelle, but the lines are open. we got four more open. 602-508-0960. Michelle, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. And, and I misspoke. It's a 2011 Honda Pilot. I, don't, oh. I think I said 2005, but it's 2011. Okay. I have almost 88,000 miles on it. Okay. I don't want to know the name of the shop, but um, this is what I want to arm you with. Okay. Um, this this works really well. Trust me on this. You say, okay. you know, I don't really know a lot about cars, but my son is an engineer for Honda, and he's out of Atlanta, Georgia. And he always wants me to talk to him about whatever I may need or anything like that. So would you explain what symptoms I'm likely to have with all four of my motor mounts being bad? Now, you have just scared the living hell out of the person in front of you. Because there's no way 
if and and the chances of you needing four motor mounts for twenty three hundred dollars well, at eighty eight thousand yeah. miles are pretty doggone slim. Right, and I think he said that two were bad, but you might as well have all four done. Not, okay. not. I mean, if if two are broken, if there's yeah. overlap of labor and savings of labor to do them all, that's one thing. Is it is right. the labor savings sixty dollars versus? the thousands it's going to cost to replace it, that's silly. So, yeah. I mean, it, I would say how much are is it to replace just the two that are broken? Okay, but, but here's the deal. The ones right. that are broken of the four are going to be the ones that get the most use. Sure. Okay, so mm -hmm. when you're sitting in your car tomorrow morning, this is what I want right. you to do. I want you to start your car and close your eyes and set your parking brake. I want right. the car to be running. I want you to push the brake pedal, and I want you, you. I want you to feel it in park. I just want you to kind mm -hmm. of close your mm -hmm. eyes and zen out, and just <laughs> think about how the car feels. Then I want you to take your shifter and put it into reverse, and I want to feel the car, and then neutral, and then drive. Okay. Correct. If there is no difference. Do not spend the money. <laughs> would you let me finish? If there is no difference in the feel of the car as you zen into the car and you become one with the car with your seatbelt on and your hands are on the your left hands on the steering wheel and your right hands on the shifter, you're feeling the vibration at the sh steering wheel, you're feeling the vibration at the shifter and park and then reverse and then neutral then drive. Nothing changes then I can tell you for sure you don't need mounts. Okay. Now, okay. I want to tell you something more. It is true that th that's an easy way to sell things. But let me ask you a question. If I was going to go in and I was your doctor and I'd say, you know, you need a, you need a, a new knee, okay? But mm -hmm. why don't you let me do your other knee and both hips while I'm there? What would you say <laughs> to him? No. <laughs> I would slap the dog crap right out of him. <laughs> Right. Okay, and then, right. then and when you say that your son is an engineer for Honda, and he makes me buy Hondas all the time, and he always wants to look at the old parts. So you know, if, and can you write down exactly what's wrong, and just write it on the work order there, and then I'd like you to just write your name and put your phone number because he's probably going to want to talk to you. That ain't going to happen, Michelle. That's uh -huh. not going to happen. When this bandido is standing in front of you and you start saying, write it down and sign your name and put your phone number there so my son from Honda can call, it ain't going to happen. Right. So right. I have told ladies, I don't know how many times, to get them to write down what's wrong with the car and sign their name and print their name and then put their phone number down, and they won't do it. They won't mm -hmm. do it if they're ripping you off. So, and let me tell you something else. Here's the second question. Mark, this is from Michelle. Mark, what's going to happen if the motor mounts really go bad? And I'm going to say, nothing. The car will vibrate. Am I going to break gonna down? You're going to actually get symptoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to get some vibration. But am I going to break down? No. Have you ever heard of anybody no. breaking down because of a motor mount? No. Have you ever seen a car towed? How, how many years have you been in business, Mark? 39. Have you ever seen a car towed in with a broken motor mount? No. No. So yeah. the, this is, this is, this, uh, let me tell you what's going on just between you and me, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're making cars so much better now that the maintenance intervals have been stretched out big. What we used to do three times in 100,000 miles, now we just do once.
So exactly. we've got all of these mega businesses with millions and millions of inventory and millions and millions of dollars on their uh, on their their two, five acres and all this other stuff. We've got people that are starving to death. And so because they're starving, they're they're told, up up the game, up the game, up the game, sell, sell, sell. So we're looking at the odometers, and we're going, oh, Michelle, probably I can sell her some motor mounts at 88,000 miles. Mm-hmm. So you just say, what symptoms do you have? Tell me what symptoms you're going to fix of mine. And I guarantee you that if they can tell the truth, they're going to show you, but they'll go, well, you know, you just need motor mounts. I talked to the technician, and he said you need motor mounts. That's not good enough. This right. upsets me about my industry because this is exactly how they take advantage of people. But you're going to learn two things. Number one, what symptoms do I have right now that you're going to fix? And number two, write down exactly, on the back of your business card is fine, write down exactly what your estimate entails, four motor mounts, replacement of four motor mounts, $2,300. Sign your name, print it, and put your phone number on there so my my son can call you from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> and that's, okay. that's how, you, and I'll, I'll tell you, you can use that at my shop too, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So, all righty, good. good luck to you, Michelle. Sounds great. All righty. Don't worry about that. That's that's motor mounts are not going to break you down in 88,000 miles and, and and anytime on that kind of a big repair. I mean, it doesn't she doesn't have any symptoms, so it's not something I would be concerned about, but on big repairs like that, it's always good to get a second opinion or have somebody else look at it. We know lots of good shops. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet that most of them would say if she took her car into there, I know for us and a, a hundred other shops that are friends of mine that I trust, you, you walk in and say, I've told her I need all four motor mounts. They're going to take it back in the back. They're going to put it up in the rack. They're going to have their season guy look it over. Then they're going to take Michelle out into the shop and say, look at them. They're all okay. Yeah. Now, let me show you, Michelle, what it doesn't look bad. So they put him in the car and they say, okay, now go pr- park, reverse, neutral drive. There is no vibration. Now, with a floor jack, I'm going to lift the motor on the passenger mm-hmm. side and, and rock it the driver's side and rock it to the passenger side. I'm going to change the vibration. There'll be one now. Sure. So I'm going to say, this is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, okay, I feel that. Yeah, so goodbye. Yeah. And so those are the kinds of things. It's self-defense for car expense. This is mm-hmm. what we need. All righty, 602 If you have a comment, give us a call. If you have a car problem, give us a call. We'll be back in about three minutes. Would you know what to do if you encounter a wrong-way driver? Let's hope you never find out. But if you ever do see a wrong-way driver coming at you, slow down, safely steer away, and get off the roadway. At night, drive defensively and be aware of what's ahead and around you. And if you see a sign warning of a wrong-way driver, safely move toward and take the next freeway exit on the right. Drive aware. Get there. Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Transportation in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I, I really, really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. 
Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed, as our nation is, with abundant physical resources and inspired as it should be with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all, we approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now. Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. America's wounded warriors are coming home. After serving on foreign shores, these brave men and women are returning to their families and communities. Many have wounds you can see, and many have wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder, Now that these warriors are back home, they are ready to enter the civilian workforce. To help, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work Program, a career counseling service that helps warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These extraordinary men and women bring proven world-class job skills and a unique perspective on teamwork to the job. And to ensure the right warrior finds the right job, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right match. When you hire a wounded warrior, you hire an intelligent, talented, and committed new employee. Contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home the brave. Most 508-0960. If you have a car question or car problem, you're welcome to call us, and we'll do the best we can to give you guidance that's good. When it comes down to to good shops, if I've left you with the impression that I'm the only good shop in town, I've done a mis- disservice to you because I'm not. Let me give you a couple of examples of shops. This is just south of Camelback, okay, just south of Camelback. I'm going to start on the west side of town and move east. South of Camelback, out in Dysart, on Dysart Road, you've got S&S Tire. Then 38th Avenue and Indian School, you've got Larry Harker's Auto. You've got Martin's Auto Repair. That's Indian School and 16th Street. You've got 25th Street Auto Repair at 28th uh, Street and Indian School. Now, Martin's is run by a guy named Dave Martin, and I used to know his, well, I do know his dad, Dennis. So he's a second generation at Martin's Auto Repair. You only have to meet him to know he's a good guy. No different than Billy at 28th Street Auto or 25th Street Auto at 25th Street and Indian School. He's a good guy. He knows right and wrong. Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil's been around since, what, 1960, something like that? Mm -hmm. 40th Street in Washington. He does transmission work. And then we move into Scottsdale and Mesa. We got Bell Auto Service, and they're on 87th Street in McDowell. So they're on basically the 101 McDowell. He's been around since Jesus was a baby. You got Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Main St- on Main Street in Mesa, and they're I think they're on the second or third generation of that family. You got Schumann's Auto Clinic, and Mike and I went to high school 
and Mike is the best alignment guy I've ever met in my life. And if anybody thinks I'm a good alignment person, he is directly responsible for teaching me everything I know. But he works on Dodges and Chevys and Fords, and he does a lot more than alignments. But Mike at Schumann's Auto is a good guy. I went to high school with him. Then you got Arizona Imports. It's owned by Joel. He does all kinds of imports, BMWs, stuff like that. But he does Chevys and Fords and everything else. And he's a good guy. Joel's a good guy. He knows what he's talking about. He's very, very caring. And you've got those shops that are just south of Camelback all the way from um, Goodyear on the west side all the way to uh, Mesa on the east side. And then we've got a whole slew of shops north of Camelback starting from way up in the northeast, um, which is uh, Raintree Auto Body and Bridwell Automotive. And then you've got the northwest where you've got Thunderbird Automotive, you've got Auto Dynamics, you've got S&S Tire and stuff like that. So there are lots of good shops. Now, right now, we don't have any. We only have one transmission shop up in uh, up in uh, actually in Phoenix, but we're looking at another one right now, and we already know of them, and we've already watched them, and we think we're probably going to sign them up. But let, let me also tell you that it's not easy to get on this list. We hold them to a high standard. They have to have the proper insurance. They have to have reviews that, and, and what we hold them to a review level, okay? Five is a perfect star, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if you go to Google, Yelp, the Better Business Bureau, who else are some of the, the review places? I mean, those are, there's so many out there, but those are kind of the, the big bigger guy. ones. Okay. Yeah. I think we're at four, seven, four, six, something like that. Yeah. We've, we've, it's hard to get a perfect five star average rating, Sure. but we don't hold anybody to any higher standard than we, and there are people that have a half a star less than we do. And we don't care about that. So we're holding people to a high standard, but we're not holding them to my standard. We're holding them to a window. And we happen to be in the middle of the window. I'm not, I can't hold them to a standard that I can't attain. So I can't yeah. say to them that you have to have a 4.6 because if, I may not have a 4.6. I have yeah. a 4.5. And the reviews, some of the reviews are just... Uh, some of the reviews are homemade. Some of the reviews are very nasty on our sites as well. Yeah. And and, and so that just kind of rolls goes with the flow. But you, you'll see that sometimes we have somebody that will beat us up really bad on the Internet but we can't find a work order with their name on it. Yeah. And, and we ask them, give us a work order. We say to them, I'll give you all your money back. Tell me who you are. Yeah. Tell me what the work order number is. Look in the upper right-hand corner. Some of the shops, you know, they're good about if they if they do get a review that's maybe less than stellar, just working with the customer or figuring out, you know, where where they drop the ball or, you know, making it right. So that's important as well. That, that follow-up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they won't give you, but but... If you got a person that has one review and they have this glowing review, the algorithm will usually pick them up and say, that's his brother. That's the shop owner's brother writing that up. It's his mm-hmm. first review, and he probably just got a bad review, and he mm-hmm. wanted to counteract that. So that happens. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, there's lots of good shops in this valley. Let's go to the phones. And who did we have, Gil? Jim. Jim, Jim good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I just wanted to comment that uh, both of your radio shows are uh, a terrific service to the public, I think. You guys do a great job. Well, thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. Um, I have a uh, an O2 Cavalier, uh, not a new, uh, not very, it's a pretty old car, and it's just like me, pretty old. Okay. But I don't drive very much, maybe 3,000 miles a year. It's got 82,000 miles on it. And uh, the temperature 
gauge is always uh, uh, exactly at the same spot, whether it's hot outside or whether it's cold outside when the engine warms up. It always rides at this exact point. But lately, last uh, few weeks or so, I've noticed that it's jumped up um, at least two more notches. You know, maybe, I don't know, these are 20-degree increments or whatever, but it's riding uh, a couple more notches above where it ever has before, and uh, I'm sort of curious about that. Okay. Let, let's, let me do this way. Let me draw the, the temperature gauge to a vertical position, which is halfway. Can we do that? Can we divide the gauge into a halfway point? Then we probably have a quarter, a half, a three-quarter, and then a red. Is right. that kind of close? Yeah, right. Okay. I want to tell you, even before you tell me where the needle was, I want to tell you that car should normally run between half and three-quarters. That is perfectly okay. That's perfectly acceptable. And we don't want it to run, on a regular basis, we don't want it to run below the half mark on a regular basis. How close is, are you to that? Uh, I think it generally where it has been running is three quarter mark. Okay. And but I, but that's where it's jumped up from. And okay. on the gauge, I realize those gauges aren't uh, you, you know accurate as far as what it's saying that but it's been running just a little over the one ninety five. Well, one ninety five is one of the marks on the on the gauge. Okay. And the next one after that is two sixty where it's going red line. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So in between those, is the needle somewhere in between one ninety five? Uh, it's always it, run just barely over 195, and now it's about midway, almost midway between the 195 and the 260. Okay, all right. This is how we're going to diagnose this if there's a problem, okay? I don't want to see it split the difference between the 195 in the middle of the gauge and the 260 on the other side. I don't like that. So I think we are running hotter. But what I want to uh, do let me, is... Uh, let, let me interrupt. Also, the the fan has never come on before ever. I've had the car for quite a few years. I've never heard the fan run until this particular situation has occurred. Now now the fan will run uh, quite often. Okay. Um, and actually that takes care of some of what I was thinking about. I wanted you to go on the freeway. I want you to drive around town, pay attention to where the gauge is at, keep the air conditioning where it's at, keep the heater where it's at. I don't want you to change anything. I want you to get on the freeway and I want to know if it cools off on the freeway or if it gets hotter. If it cools off in the freeway, we have fan issues. We have airflow across the radiator. So when you go around the city streets at 40 miles an hour, we have so much pressure, so much air going across the radiator. But when you're doing 65 or 70, or in some cases on I-10, 150 miles an hour, then we've got lots of air across the radiator. So you're going to say, Mark, I'll drop the width of two needles when I'm on the freeway. Or you're going to say... I go up the width of two needles when I'm on the freeway. So if you drop two needle widths, then we have an airflow problem. If you go up, we got a plugged up radiator. That's all there is to it. That's okay. that's exactly where you're at. This is an easy one to do. Now, the first thing I would want you to do is tomorrow morning, I want you to look at the coolant jug, and I want it to be between the hot and the cold mark, somewhere in between there. I don't want it to be empty, and I don't want it to be full, okay? Then I want you to push down on the radiator cap and turn it to lefty-loosey and take the radiator cap off. And I want to make sure that the coolant level is right to the top of the radiator. When it's cold. When it's cold. When it's cold. Yeah. First thing in the morning. So if it's not, then what's going on is, is we probably have a leak somewhere. And rather than suck the coolant out of the overflow into the radiator, it's sucking air through the leak. And that's because the radiator has a little less fluid than it normally has. Therefore, the temperature's gone up. 
and perhaps the coolant jug is completely out of range. And so those are the issues. Is Most it possible, shops, is go it ahead. possible Mark, that, that this radiator doesn't have a radiator cap? Because, I mean, I can't recall. I've never had to add fluid to it. Okay. Um, the overflow tank is, uh, you know, uh, I know where that is, and that's half full. Okay. Does the overflow tank have a flimsy plastic cap on it? It's got a real substantial cap. It's a it's a it's a solid cap. Okay. Then I'm I, I'm probably wrong about that. Then um, I sometimes you have a radiator cap and sometimes you don't, but it depends on the cap on the coolant Ref, uh, overflow jug. If it's a substantial cap. And it obviously has a heavy-duty gasket, and there's no way anything can escape the tub without the cap coming off. Then, then there is no radiator cap. You're right. All right. But that doesn't mean I'm still not going to try to fill it. So, and and you well, say if it's, you, ha- if it's half full now, is that where it ought to be? Yes. Yes. What I want to see is here's what happens as the radiator, as your cooling system gets warmer, it pushes co- water expands and it pushes coolant into the jug. Okay. When you park it at night, as the water cools off and as the engine cools off, the water level drops. Behind the water level is suction. So as the water level drops, it sucks fluid out of the overflow and fills the radiator up. So at night, we got fluid going into the radiator, and during the day, we got fluid going out of the radiator. That's the reason why the hot and cold markers are so far apart, is because we're moving all that coolant. Now, you could have a bad radiator cap, or on a coolant cap, you could have a bad cap that's allowing that transition not to occur because the the cap has to have a vacuum valve and a pressure valve. So I don't know if the cap's, you know, brand new on your O2 Cavalier or if you change it. If you're going to change the cap, a stamped would be the brand I would look for, S-T-A-N-T. That's the cap I like. But if you took it into the car in a car repair shop, and Andy, I'll ask you, in ranges, mm-hmm. um, i my car's been running a little hotter than before. It's maybe it used to run here, and now it's running about three needle widths, maybe four needle widths to the right of it. It's running in an area I've never been before. What would you charge me to check it out? I would probably say thirty-five to fifty-five. Okay, and, and I'll explain the checkout to you. We're going to get the, the system opened up. We're going to put a pressure test on it. We're going to pump it up. We're going to look at the cap. It's fourteen pound cap. I'm going to pump it to fifteen pounds of pressure. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to look inside the car to see if the heater core is leaking. I'm going to look underneath the car to see if there's any coolant mm-hmm. leaking. And if the gauge doesn't move and I put 15 in it and 20 minutes later it's still got 15 in it, I know that system's airtight. Yeah. If it goes from 15 down to 9, I better look for the leak. I'm going to find the leak somewhere. So at that particular point, if it's holding pressure, then I'm going to take the cap. The cap is already off. I'm going to take the cap and put an adapter on my air pump. I'm going to pump the cap, and then when I pump it to 14 pounds, it should hold. But when I pump 15, it should go like this. And it's going to vent at 15, but hold at 14. But if it's a 14-pound cap and I pump it, and at 10 it goes, then it's venting. So I got a bad cap. And Um, and definitely go, if you take it into a shop, try the freeway versus city driving and see if that makes it better or worse, because that's going to make a difference to the shop. If you go in and say, when I go on the freeway, it gets hotter by the needle width of two or three, I don't care about the fan at this point. It just gets hotter. I know the radiator's plugged up. Mm -hmm. I know it is, because we're pushing water through the radiator so fast, it's it's having a tough time dropping its heat off. The water's coming into the train station, but it's going through the train station at 100 miles an hour. Because instead of being 40 tunnels, it's only got 10. So the water comes in and goes right through. 
when it's got 40 tunnels from left to right, then the water just lazily goes through the radiator and drops off its heat and goes in hot and comes out cold. But a radiator that's plugged, all of a sudden we're funneling all this water into a particular tunnel that's uh, quite quite smaller than the whole radiator. So that's kind of how it works. Well, good luck to you. Thank you very much. That was a good question. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.